Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage and like with many other people of my generation, the turtles have been a pretty big and significant part of my childhood. And to this day, I stand by saying that the first live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 1990 is actually pretty damn good. This newest one is already the seventh theatrical movie and the second theatrical one that is animated. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem marks a directorial debut by Jeff Rowe, who previously co-directed and co-wrote the wonderful The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Very important in making this one were also Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who co-produced and co-wrote the film, with Rogen of course also lending his voice to one of the characters. Him being Bebop is actually the second time that he has voiced a warthog now. Me having a lot of nostalgia for this franchise and being a huge fan of animation, I was of course very much looking forward to this new incarnation. The style immediately feels quite reminiscent of Into the Spider-Verse and other recent animated movies that feature this really fresh and alive combination of 2D and 3D animation. That feels less clean and more frantic and expressive. With this one you get a strong concept art or sketchbook appeal and especially effects like light, smoke, fire and explosions have a strong scribbling touch to it. Strangely enough it also gave me kind of a claymation vibe, though this isn't really stop motion. In any case, the visual style certainly fits really well with the whole teenage approach, which this movie also puts much more focus on than the previous ones be just by casting actual teenagers as the voices of our four heroes. Mutant Mayhem is a new take and slight twist on the all-too-familiar turtles formula without straying off too far. Each turtle is built a little bit differently, further adding a little bit to their distinct and familiar personalities. Master Splinter, now voiced by Jackie Chan, has a much stronger dad vibe than before, wearing sweatpants and looking a little bit more disheveled. He also didn't learn martial arts by his former owner, but by watching old martial arts movies and videos on YouTube and TikTok, in order to train his four sons and protect them from the outside world. Which is the central theme of the movie. The four young turtles want to belong to the outside world. They want to be liked, they want to be accepted. And they hope to achieve that by being heroic. For that, they need the help of their newfound friend, April who isn't an already established news reporter for TV here, but also still a teenager who writes for her school newspaper. Another surprising change is that we don't have the turtle's arch nemesis Shredder in this one. Instead we get the mad scientist Baxter Stockman in the prologue, who has mutated these different animals and who in this version was also responsible for the transformations of the turtles and Splinter. Our actual bad guy is his first creation, Superfly who is this super adorable chubby little fly in a flashback and then this cool as ice gangster who is voiced by Ice Cube for the rest of the movie. Mutant Mayhem certainly lives up to its name, as we are getting a whole armada of mutated characters from the world of the turtles. Which again is fitting because initially they think they are the only ones who are different and have to hide, but they aren't. Obviously though, Superfly hasn't the nicest of plans, he's the villain for a reason, and what he wants to do is very reminiscent of stuff Magneto would try. So to recap, Mutant Mayhem has pretty nice animation, a fresh and different enough new take on the turtle's formula, and a story and characters that are at least halfway interesting. And yet I have to say that I couldn't fully vibe with it, to use the language of the movie. 
One of the biggest reasons being that the humor unfortunately felt rather flat for me most of the time. There were a few times I laughed, but most of the time it felt more awkward or extreme than funny. For example, the whole puking joke felt so uninspired and lame. And while there's somewhat of a payoff for that milking joke, it nonetheless got on my nerves how many times the movie went back to it. There are also quite a lot of pop culture references, which is kind of fitting because these are teenagers and obviously they are talking a lot about the movies and shows they watch or the music they listen to. But this just wasn't doing much for me as I felt the references instantly felt dated and rather cheap. There are also a few song choices that didn't land for me and seemed rather baffling. And I'm not talking about the ones which according to the filmmakers should feel as if they are coming from a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. But there's at least one used specifically for comedic purposes that just didn't click for me. The actual background score on the other hand is pretty neat and again reminded me of the intense score to Into the Spider-Verse. The music for Mutant Mayhem was composed by none other than Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross and they give the movie a pretty dark and sometimes brooding and sometimes emotional vibe. Which brings me to my next point. I really wanted to like this more but somehow the style chosen for this movie didn't completely work for me. I felt as if they went a little bit too overboard with it. Or that the whole teenage approach doesn't always work with the rest of the movie. I felt Mutant Mayhem is a bit too extreme, a bit too dark, a bit too neon. The lightheartedness of the teenage approach and the more extreme moments that involve torture and a lot of talk about killing people clashed a bit too much for me. And while I can be a fan of extreme stuff too, here I much more enjoyed the former over the latter. From the lovely backstory of how the turtles became the turtles that's told by Splinter to the wonderful little dream sequence that shows us how they imagine being at high school, which is beautifully realized in traditional 2D animation. These were the moments that felt really charming to me. But most of the stuff with the other mutated animals just went a bit too far for me. There's also this big finale where I felt that things just got too messy and noisy. This mishmash of cutesy and an overall positive kid-friendly message on one side and the overall darkness and extreme nature both visually and content-wise on the other reminded me of the latest Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And to me, both movies don't quite get the balance right. And honestly, the whole message and theme of belonging also gets a little bit too much center stage and at the same time, it's not really explored that well or interesting either. And with the jokes falling rather flat and the vibe not really vibing that well for me, I ended up not having enough fun for this being a Turtles movie. Overall, I still enjoyed Mutant Mayhem, but I hope to enjoy it a lot more. So in German I'd say, Mutant Mayhem hat seinen ganz eigenen, coolen Animationsstil und der Zugang zur Turtles Welt ist unterschiedlich genug, um frisch zu sein. Aber so ganz geht die Mischung aus Teenage Coming of Age und düsterer Mutantenklopperei leider auch nicht auf. I give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem 6 out of 10. It's more like 6.3, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon simply at the Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.